Welcome to Yo 11 Minutes. Yo 11 Minutes, mostly Vegas, no BS, casino experience, and more. Michael Traeger is a casino and travel loyalty expert who also helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It's going great. Everything's good. It's a good day. It's been a good week. It's been a long week. I miss Vegas already. I was thinking about Fountain Blue today. What about Fountain Blue in particular? I was thinking about it because somebody asked me if I could book them at Fountain Blue for January. And I said, you know, I'm supposed to get on on that stuff. So I'm starting to think about it. So I started poking around to see oh, if they're okay. going to have like a cool luxury program. So that's it. Yeah, I haven't thought I, I haven't thought about it a lot. I mean, but it's pretty exciting. New hotel, new property. And only uh, one week after Durango opens, so a bit of a buzz going around Las Vegas right now about new things to do. Yes, and I also hear there's a car race. Yeah, I heard something about that. I don't know. There are going to be cars that are racing. I suppose. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I heard something Might similar. Be true. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I right. think it's. I think it's all. I think it's all going to be. Everything's going to be great. So what's happening? Do we have any news today, or is it a we, is it a slow news day? It was a slow news day, but we do have a blurb. So I'm not going to give it the pomp and circumstance of an actual news story. But uh, MGM and Caesars have both reached tentative deals with the Culinary Workers Union, thus avoiding a strike. Wynn is negotiating with the union as we speak. If Wynn's deal with the union at Boston Harbor is any indication, it's safe to say your next Vegas stay will not be disrupted by a union strike. No word yet on what's happening at Treasure Island or any of the downtown properties. That's it. What are your thoughts, Michael? My thoughts are I am not surprised. Same. That's my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Not not surprising. I know it's not I know it's not exciting anymore because none of the influencers are going to be able to say, What if they strike? The strike is coming. What'll happen? Oh my God. They're teaching fill in the blank employee who doesn't get near culinary how to mix drinks at the bar. <laughs> so so it's not there. You know, and I'm sort of actually happy about this because my, my biggest nightmare is for a slot tech to be mixing my martini. Like, I, I hey. really just don't. I don't hey. want that happening. Hey, I make a mean martini. <laughs> I okay. mean, as long as I follow the instructions in the app, I'm fine. You know? It's <laughs> okay. 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 That's... <laughs> Oh, you know what? Actually, what's so funny to think about when they retrain, like when there's a strike and you think of the people who are not, you know, who are not union people who have to do the the union jobs that they don't regularly do. And you could think of some like really funny scenarios going on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that that would be that would be. I mean, I don't think so. No, so I think some slot techs do have a union. I think I'm trying to just picture like someone from the front desk trying to fix a fix a slot machine. It's kind of it's kind of funny to imagine, you know, especially like where's the Apple menu? It's like there there is no Apple menu. It's it's just that's not how it works. So, but um, yeah, I could yeah that yeah with more thought, I I could see some pretty funny scenarios happening there. Well, you know, the other thing is too. That's what people take for granted, like. Like it's amazing to see like an amazing cocktail waitress or a cocktail waiter with like a tray with like twelve, you know, like with 
20 drinks on it running around giving all these drinks out to somebody like think i couldn't do that right you can hand me a drink a tray with 20 drinks and i'd be able to figure out who gets the drinks and not drop the tray so i think people take that stuff for granted sometimes you know that's anyway that's it's sort of it's sort of interesting to watch if yeah if it's, but best, we're not gonna have a strike so uh, yay great. what a surprise it's best to leave those kind of jobs to the professionals you know because uh it, it could get messy so things can always get messy exactly especially with 20 drinks on a tray and spilling and all that spilling all the drinks that the slot technician made that that could just be horrible (laughs) what do you want it's bad forever spilling spilling the 20 drinks this floss slot technician (laughs) made on the slot machine which is the worst oh dude i can't tell oh man i can't tell you how many times i've opened up a slot machine and just the smell of old beer rises out of it. And it's like, oh, you got to be kidding. Some idiot spilled beer in this damn thing. Uh, you know, there is uh, it's it's t- I mean, people people are sloppy. Hey, people people spill drinks all the time. Some people spill more drinks than others. But what can you do? It's the way it's it's Vegas and life. <laughs> Spilling drinks. It's the Vegas way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That being said, uh, as opposed to having a tease, we have something uh, new and special today. It is now time for a Vegas history moment. Greetings, ladies and gents. And now it is time for a Las Vegas history moment. A moment of Las Vegas's history. Brought to you by Travels Arc. Take it away, Michael. Well, today's Vegas history moment is going to just be touching a little bit on Stardust in a rather random fashion, because we decided that once a week we want to do a Vegas history moment. And I hate to break it to everyone out there, but we do not spend hours and hours preparing for the show. We just sort of do what we're going to do because we feel it's more interesting that way and also more fun. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Stardust today. Do do you have anything prepared for Stardust at all? <laughs> we go no, absolutely. The- I'm absolutely not. I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to talk, you know, based on on the picture. We have some pictures, so I'm just going to I'm just going to talk about Stardust, which really if if you want to be a cool kid, if you get into a taxi, don't tell the taxi driver you're going to Resorts World. Say take me to Stardust. Cuz Resorts World was Stardust. That's right. That's right. And at Resorts World, they do have uh, an honorary Stardust sign uh, over by one of the lobbies. It's pretty cool. If you ever go Mm -hmm. to be sure to check it out. All right. I'm going to queue up some of those pictures you told me about. And here we go. Oh, we'll start off by talking about the fact that Stardust was a really interesting property because they had a Baccarat room for a mid-tier property. And Baccarat was a really big deal then. Also, back when I played there, you were still able to play with cash. But they had a big, traditional big Baccarat game. They also had their own in-house limo, which was really, really nice. A lot of properties now subcontract their limos, except for places like Wynn Las Vegas. And it was a really special property. I think what's so interesting about it was that Stardust was a mid 
tier property that had a lot of gambling action. So the price of the hotel and everything, it wasn't the bougiest place in the world, but still had a lot of really great gambling going on and a really great gambling atmosphere. It also had amazing things like 24-hour room service with really decent room service, a coffee shop that was open 24 hours, a really cool steakhouse called Willie B's, a really great sushi restaurant, and all of that. It was it was just a great it was just a great all-around hotel and it's something you don't have. It's like imagine if Harris still had 24-hour room service and a great place to eat 24 hours. And, you know, that whole thing about a 24-hour dining place in a casino was a really big deal because this idea of just being having a place which was just the coffee shop that you could go 24 hours a day and get breakfast or just get something to eat, and it was super convenient. And like a, like sort of if you come from New Jersey, sort of like a diner, and that was really great. And one of the things I loved about playing Baccarat at Stardust was that Stardust had a pit boss who was Shirley, Shirley B. And Shirley came from Kentucky, and she was the first Baccarat dealer in Las Vegas that was female. And she was actually trained by Lefty Rosenthal. So I used to hear the most amazing stories at Baccarat there and she used to always tell me like her thoughts about baccarat and they had a big baccarat game where the shoe moved around the table where the players got to deal the cards and that was actually a 25 dollars game which was pretty amazing what i would do again to have a 25 dollars game where you can deal and face the cards drink premium alcohol and just sort of chill and relax so that's that's a little bit of Stardust, but I'm interested, maybe, Michael, if you have a couple of questions about Stardust, about what it was like. Yeah, so for Stardust, I, I've never gone. It was already gone before I went to Vegas, but I, I always had this, if I could go back in time to see any casino, uh, it would be Stardust. And and maybe the Mint, maybe, uh, but definitely Stardust. Uh, there's a lot of like stories of lore about the stardust and uh people have fond memories of it uh it's 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 very enriched in vegas history uh lots of mob stuff as well of course um do you think that now people over glamorize what the stardust was or do you think that you know, it it isn't made up like it still holds up to to uh, that kind of lore. I think it holds up, but I think in general, it is that different generation of Vegas than you have today, where you had properties that were sort of mid tier, like Flamingo or Harrah's that still had a lot of the features that made Vegas so special. The 24-hour dining that was always there. The room service that was always there. Those are the kind of things that made Vegas so, you know, so cool. That you knew, like, there was always a place that you could go and eat 24 hours a day, which isn't exactly the case in casinos anymore. You know, it's not as, as simple as it used to be, and it also isn't, the case where you're going to have something like real room service at a lot of properties. And I think, 
I think what you got in Vegas at a property that was mid-tier, like say going to the Flamingo in the 80s or 90s, what you got at those properties was a much more upscale vibe, even though they were mid-tier properties, which made Vegas an even cooler destination than going to a lot of places. I don't know. Does that sort of make sense? Like it, it like it, the properties like just had more amenities for the level they were. So you didn't have to go to like, I guess if you're in the nineties, like Mirage or Caesars or, you know, to get, you know, or desert Inn to get, you know, to get the poshest place, you could go to the mid tier properties and still it was pretty nice. Whereas today, I think that's a lot different. There's a lot different experience. Like I think the differentiation today between say like Flamingo and Wynn is outrageously wide, whereas that kind of differentiation wasn't there years ago. Perfectly summed up. Did you do, did you see Lido de Paris uh, or you know, any of the shows that they had there at the time? You know which show, I remember I wasn't there. I was there, I was actually there for closing weekend. And I oh, played the okay. final day shift Baccarat. I mean, I was there before that. I played. Uh-huh. I played there for about three years. Uh, but but what was interesting, the person I saw the most, I think I saw him twice, was George Carlin. Ah, the seven bad words guy. Yeah. 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 And he was great live. And I saw some of their other, like some of their other shows, but this was past, Lido was already done. Mm-hmm. And Aku Aku was gone because they had a great tiki restaurant. So the point that I was there was more Boyd, you know, into the 2000s. Because remember that big tower, that big tower for Stardust, and this is off totally off the top of my head here. We don't use Wikipedia. Uh, that big tower wasn't built until the late 80s, I think, early 90s, you know. And that was when Boyd took over the Stardust after all the mob stuff, you know, in the in the 70s to 80s. So, but they still had the original rooms that were around the pool, but then they had that new tower and the rooms, you know, the rooms are very interesting. What was most interesting about the suites at Stardust was that they had this gargantuan shower, like literally you could fit 12 people into the shower. Don't start laughing. I know you're going to start laughing, <laughs> but you could fit 12, you could fit 12 people into the shower. <laughs> We were having a conversation before this episode, which will not be repeated. <laughs> but anyway, it, it it had to tangentially do with with clowns and what you would do if you could fit 12 people in a shower. No. <laughs> anyway, so, so anyway, the sweets, the sweets were very interesting and they had very, very large showers. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. We'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. Uh, before we get going, are are there any uh, any final thoughts, any closing remarks you'd like to make? No, I always love to hear what people's thoughts are. Those things, like I, I think, actually, I love the question, which I didn't know you were going to ask me that question because we didn't prepare. You know, because we like to do it this way. I just love the concept of what you said. Like, you know, is that you know, is sometimes is your memory like just so good? But you know what? Those memories really are good, and I still remember all those aspects of the property. And for what the property was, it was absolutely amazing because you know i i truly felt that a lot of the things that i could get there i get it when las vegas you know like access to room service 24 hours a day access to eating dining somewhere 24 hours a day great dealers 
that kind of thing. And if you think about it at a price point, that was like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. So that was cool. Yeah, you didn't get some of the bougie stuff. That's true. But you know what? The Willie B Steakhouse was really, really good. And I got to know some of the servers there and the food was really good. So yeah, those memories. Yeah, those memories are still strong. And I think they're completely valid. But does Wynn have a shower that can fit 12 people? That's the burning question. <laughs> mm, no, but but you know, Skylofts does. You know, this will be a th- <laughs> future episode. Showers. Uh, the future. showers of Vegas uh, that can fit 12 people will definitely have yeah. to do. We'll have to do something like that. That's, sure. that's it. It is. Hey, you know, somebody, I'm sure someone's out there Googling, like, <laughs> which Vegas hotel has a shower that can fit 12? 12 people. I don't know why I say 12. I, I mean, why not 10 or 8? Eight's, pro- eight's probably a better number. Eight's a good I number. I think actually 8 is a is a good number. 10's nice. 12's very, you know, disciple. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever you want to do, get 13, get a baker's dozen of people. Why not? A baker's dozen of people. What Vegas, what Vegas shower can hold a Vegas dozen, <laughs> a, a baker's yeah. dozen of people? That's, that's the question. We'll have to do some research and find out. That's, there's always, there's always research to be done. That's the beautiful thing about, that's the beautiful thing about Vegas. But anyway, no, memories are great. This was fun. This was fun to do. I hope people enjoyed it. Indeed. And that's going to do it for this episode uh, luxury travel booking. Ah, sorry, folks. I was just waiting on the teleprompter to catch up. Luxury travel booking, Travel Zork Travel. Visit us at travelzorktravel.com to plan your next amazing vacation. And please join the conversation on social media. You can find us easily, as all social platforms are, at Travel Zork. We'll see you next time and have a good one.